Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Second. Every second is a bump. Hi, Lady Journey. Lady Journey! So we, we started and then we stopped. Um, We've had a slight technical difficulty. So we're starting all over, but I have to tell you, Joe told me the other day on his podcast, only one mic recorded. <gasps> and there was a little bit of relief in my mind and being like, it's so nice to hear that. Yeah. That other technical difficulties happen on the most popular podcasts. Even on the ones where they don't have just two women doing the entire workload. <laughs> I know. Well, don't you appreciate the social media accounts that show you the photo of how when they've posed their body perfectly? Oh, yeah. The skinny arm pose. And Hello, then, boys. Yes. I Every girl photo. I'm, I do it, too. I'm like this. Hold on. I do, too. I say skinny arms. <laughs> I say it as though I'm doing it ironically, but I'm not. That's my secret. That's how I dance, too. Oh, I'm just, oh, I'm being, jo just this is dancing. joking on the dance floor. Dancing. And yeah. then you're like, no, this is actually how I'm dancing. Oh my gosh. I had a, um, a friend, you know, when a friend is like a really good dancer and they start like busting out and yeah. I always am like, eh, <laughs> trying to kind of, oh, I'm doing the robot. Get it. But I can't move, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, I felt like when in my earlier days that I felt like I was a good dancer and then the times later on like 20 years later dancing on the dance floor I've I do actually think you lose your balance yeah I you're not as like cool yeah. anymore. I I felt I was a good dancer too but I think now that I was just wasted yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just flailing and people are like what is she doing I'm like out of the way I know and then you you look back of when people were watching you dance and you're like, I'm like fucking nailing this. And then I, when I reflect back, I think their look was like, oh my God, what it's, is happening right now? It's a fine line between, oh my God. And oh my God, it is a fine she line. She needs to go to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Bless her heart. Yeah. I would like invent dance moves too. I had one, I would just be like dancing, like squatting. Yeah. Like this is my move. I'm very flexible. Um, and now I, you know, you can't get to that place unless you've had like seven glasses of wine. Yes. Yes. And now I kind of lightly lose my balance. My friend told me she listens to the pod. My dear friend that I went on the mini girl trip, oh. Diane, Diane, shout out, lost her balance when we went, go to this club called numbers. And as soon as she lost her balance and fell, she just walked out the door <laughs> and went home. And I was like, that is what I would do. <laughs> hilarious it's a different version of the irish exit it's a, a british goodbye <laughs> two tools two tools yes well okay. welcome to season two everybody we are mid glow up we have a gorgeous new space we're both wearing sweatshirts now yes we're pastels yes it's still i love pastels oh i love it even in the fall i love that sweatshirt <laughs> thank you it's well, so just like cute the, the baby pink and the throwback and i, I like, like that one southwestern that falls in line in the same color wheel as this. Yeah. This one is a, um, this is a bit of a, if you can see at home, it's a bit of a belly sweatshirt, which I was taking a risk. Well, it's good because it's got shape. So yes. some, I think I like look cute, like Gigi Hadid, and then I'll see a photo of myself and I yeah. look like I'm going through a horrific depression. <laughs> yeah. Shapeless <laughs> sweatshirt. <laughs> that I like that one because it's form. So it yes. looks like, um, 
You're still putting it out there. It has a slight shape. I cannot, I realized like this is not the right sweatshirt for me though as a woman who is, struggles with constantly feeling freezing cold. Mm. It's one of the reasons that I am not hot. Um, one of the many. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm always freezing. Like, I could be hot, but I also want to stay warm. I, it's either hot or comfortable. There is no in between. Yeah. I wore this out to a show and then I got to the show and I was like, oh, I did not remember that it was on a rooftop. Mm. So I, I I had to wait in the vestibule of like the roof to go on. I was like the boy in the bubble just watching <laughs> through the window. And then I finally got on. I was so freezing. There was like a, a older like daddy kind of guy in a um he had a, like a blanket, you know, it was in the building. And I was like, can I, does anyone have a more blankets that I could borrow? So he kindly gave me one of his many blankets. And so I just did the entire, I look like Game of Thrones. Like I just had like an entire like whoopee, like fuzzy blanket around like a giant collar and um god bless the guy who did the show he posted a photo of me on the instagram um, just to let the people know i like the idea of starting to do stand up in full-on blanket oh my gosh as a character I, it was it was kind of very me because i'm doing this thing of like kind of like girlfriend like i'm getting engaged and it was kind yeah. of almost like informed this like weird like retro <laughs> uh, uh, audrey hepburn persona that i'm like kind of um leaning into leaning into yeah. yeah i'm really into it though yeah oh yeah. my god oh yes. oh we had tea <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works no it's quite no. fun i do believe when i've noticed that sometimes like when you're on stage all of a sudden you're like um this isn't the normal way that i talk but i'm really enjoying what's happening right oh now. oh my god yeah you're like hello <laughs> <laughs> so wonderful to be here um, but this is our season two, everybody. So you will see we are making some big changes this season. And one of which is um, we are excited to announce that we will be doing our best to continue to talk about getting Joe Rogan on the podcast. It's been a goal of ours that we came up with kind of as a joke, but kind of not. Ki which is how, how everything in my life starts. I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm serious. Why not? <laughs> no, I am a comedian. <laughs> Everything's a joke until it's not. Yes. And, it, and sometimes it never was. Like, And sometimes you have to present it as a joke so you can walk through the pain of trying to get it. Yes, To be yes. like, well, I was just joking anyway when I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just ironically trying to get Joe Rogan on my podcast because I think it would help. <laughs> But no, we do think we do think he would actually be a perfect guest for this podcast. So if anyone has any ins, we think he would be the perfect guest because, you know, there's many lady journeys that he's on. We, always. Yes. I mean, I, we know that he puts out a lot of masculine energy, but I think he's unaware of how many lady journeys he's going on, which don't you suspect that like maybe 10 lady journeys makes you masculine yes like the it's more goes lady full circle yeah it's a horseshoe effect yes that is happening yeah once you are you know once you've been baking once you've made every cookie that you can think of you're actually um hunting <laughs> that's what you're doing <laughs> yes yes because yeah you start when you're gathering you're like actually i'm kind of bored gathering i've been doing this for several years i'm yes. gonna start hunting yes yeah because i like the outfits and the accessories, oh. the crossbows. Yeah. Oh, the crossbows. I mean, I don't want to kill an animal. Yeah. But I want to get close. I, I for just the thrill of it. Like the idea of going on a hike. Oh, yes. And hiking. my new accessories. Of, oh, my gosh. Yes. Having a snack, a hunting snack, a little uh, beef jerky, naturally sourced. And really, you're just kind of out there connecting with your peers, which is Absolutely. a very lady journey. It's and so lady journey. His sauna journeys. I mean, that's self-care. 
Oh, absolutely. And and we don't, to be clear, again, we don't want to have Joe Rogan on here to confront him about, uh, you know, his podcast or his views. We want to say, like, what kind of soap do you have in the bathroom? Yeah, I'm very curious because he he's I guarantee he's exfoliating. I also want to know what his actual interior design is in his actual apartment. Does he he I he either has a very chic, modern, ultra modern or he's got some kind of like um industrial like yeah. dude dark. aesthetic that's like um modern industrial like it almost looks like steampunky. Yes. I almost picture also maybe a light study look like dark leather oh, couches yes the university club like yes. a little a brandy snifter with like books about aliens <laughs> <laughs> yes as we had said on the podcast before we were cut off uh, male crystals male crystals <laughs> aliens. getting into aliens is male crystals yes it is it's yeah. boy astrology it's boy astrology um and I, I have to say, I, I never believe in astrology unless it's, like, telling me I'm doing a great job and I need to relax more. I'm like, I guess I should follow my horoscope I today. I think it serves a purpose. There, our neighbor, um, she's really into astrology, and she explained all the birth signs. Oh. Meaning, like, they're, uh, like, birth orders. Meaning, like... The one in January, that's the beginning of the year. So they're like the baby or the firstborn. And then like they behave that way. And so they explained it. It still was magical thinking to me, but I really enjoyed how in-depth it got. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it all. Yes. I mean, I feel like I read anything and then I just apply it back on myself. And that's the nature of my narcissism. Well, you... I'm like, it's 100% right because it's about (laughs) me. And that's all I'm thinking of. Exactly. Or you can rationalize it to yourself. I actually feel like we... Everybody QAnons to themselves. Oh, it's true. Yeah. There's me. Everybody's a flat earther about something. <laughs> it's really true. I like really that with true. diet. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, if you eat your salad with a pizza, you're not gaining any weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, all I have to do is have three grapes a day <laughs> and I'm good. Well, as you know, I've been on another little trip, so it's like I'm, I'll be doing good, and then I just fly off the rails, and then and then I'm like, now it's time for my gentle detox again, which includes chocolate. Yeah, some, somehow always back to chocolate. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I like a good TV binge on mindless TV. I have been reality on a shows. TV bender. I've seen so many scary movies lately. Same. Have you seen? Oh, I saw Barbarian last night, Ooh. and it was oh horrific. Wasn't it? But uh, did you love it? Loved it. I loved it. I also, like, we, I don't know if we discussed this, but, like, when she is in the Airbnb, and then I think a lot of people are like, why would she go this far into this oh, place? Oh, and you're like, oh, I know, because I have been there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have stayed at an Airbnb where I haven't known anybody that's also living in there. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, no problem, sir. I'll, yeah. I'll just be in the other room pooping. <laughs> no, I was in an Airbnb when I was in um, Denver, or I was outside of Denver um, performing recently, and it was a very cool space. I'm going to try not to give too much detail because I, I don't want to blow it up for the um, club, but... It was a really cool renovated space. It was gorgeous. It was like mm. a gorgeous loft space and like a huge sun porch, gorgeous bedroom. It had this beautiful skylight over the bed. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I could just see the moon through the skylight. It was just so cool. But it was like the same thing where like the, you know, my friend's taking me around. He's showing me the Airbnb. I'm like, oh my God, it, this is so freaking amazing like from the 70s the bathroom had a Japanese soaking tub which was not usable but then like the second the sun goes down I'm like someone's in here (laughs) 
<laughs> someone is in here with me. <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, before I like went to the, the bathroom was far away from the bedroom. So every time I would get up in the middle of the night to go pee, which was like, of course, seven times, everyone knows. Yeah. I would be like looking under the bed. Like, what am I? I ha- have the same, even when I stay in a hotel, I, I just think I'm always going to get raped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so funny because it's like, if I, even if there is somebody under the bed, like, what am I going to, I'm just going to see them first. Yeah. And it might be a relief to confirm your suspicions. And then you are in the moment of dealing with that moment. Yes. Instead, Instead of we're just like living in the fear and thinking of the worst case scenarios yes. ever happening. Yes, I know. And I can tell I'm getting older too, because like at a certain point I do just tire myself out and then I'll just stop looking and be like, well, if I get killed, I get killed. I've had that too. No, where I've had that when Joe's out of town, I'm in the bedroom sleeping or in the morning and wake up and I felt like I heard a noise and there I'm like, why would I get up? Why would I walk to there? I'm like, if they're coming to murder me, they have to come to my bedroom. Yeah. You are coming to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. This is like the female paranoia is that like we're all like um, uh, uh, being chased by assassins. (laughs) It's like, what is this kill bill that I think like somebody's somebody's stalking me? And waiting for a moment alone because they're so obsessed with me. I'm I like, know. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into the topics for today. I am I am really jazzed. We're kind of doing a one. It's a little female centric, but I'm sure people will still be able to get on board with this. Anybody? It's period stories. Period stories. Um, now, I don't have like a crazy period story of like, well, I mean, my craziest one, I guess, was like basically when I was in high school, I just always thought I was getting my period every day all the time. Absolutely. And also you just have this fear that you are, especially in middle school or high school, when you first get your period, you think you are bleeding out of your jeans 100% yes. of the time. Yes. I was constantly like asking girls, can you see? Yeah. Can you see Can you anything? look? Yeah. It's like, meanwhile, your butt's just like a tiny bit sweaty. You're like, it's coming through my butt. <laughs> it's everywhere. And then now as a grown adult and dealing with it, I'm like, when you, if you do bleed through your pants, it's always so underneath. It's so underneath. No one can see it. And also I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I'm just like Stop bleeding caring. into my gigantic underwear that I. I know. You're just like, well, now you guys, the jig is up. The jig is up. Yeah. Sorry. I'm fertile. Yeah. Yeah, at this point in your life, you're like, yep, still got it. I'm young. I'm so young. Yeah. Well, I started my period really early. I was 11. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I remember getting it and being like, are you kidding me? Like, come on, God. Yeah. And it was way too young. It was way too young to the point where it's like you're still a little kid, so it's not even, like, exciting. It's just like, well, I guess I have my period. Well, it's also sometimes some girls that start earlier than the others. You are an island. Yeah, an island. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. You, I didn't tell any of my friends. Y- they're not like some girl, I think they're in fifth grade were getting it yeah. at that time period. And then you're just like, when I think back, I was like, oh, that must have been so lonely. Yeah. 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 I was in fifth grade. Uh, no, I must have. Six? I must have been in sixth grade if I was 11, I think. Yeah. yeah. 11 to 12, right? Yeah. 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 And I remember, like, because I went to a Catholic school, this is kind of a funny period story, although it's a little abstract, but, like, I <laughs> – like, Catholic school is, like, so wild because, like, they really are, like, Mary was immaculate concepted, and she was 13 years old, and you're like, what the fuck? 
I know. So I, I know. again, narcissism, I was like, well, if it happened to her, like, it could happen to me. So every night I would just be, like, praying, like, um, please don't pick me to be the reservoir for the second coming <laughs> of Christ. I appreciate the sentiment, but... I am um, not ready for I'm this. I'm not <laughs> ready for this. I think that's one of the reasons why I still, like, haven't had kids. I, I have, like, a fear around it because I'm, like, you know, it is such a bizarre story of, like, Mary was 13. Like, I yeah. get that it was back in the day, but it's, like, a little, you know, w- did he, did God ask, was there consent? <laughs> Was God like, hey, are you okay with, um, like, carrying a baby? You know, I know you yeah. haven't been through eighth grade yet, but. You're, I'm definitely, like, inappropriate relationship. Inappropriate, <laughs> God? I've read other things that said, like, she's 12 to 16, but you're like, this still, that is not legal. Yeah. Where was this, Tennessee? <laughs> So I always, I always had a lot of anxiety around, um, like the immaculate conception and fearing that I would be chosen, Mm. which, you know, clearly I was chosen, um, to be talented. Yes. But, and that's a burden. (laughs) Oh, it truly is. It's like the immaculate (laughs) conception. God's put something special inside of me and it must come out (laughs) and it won't be stopped. And I will be nailing it to a cross. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of guilt involved. (laughs) But yeah, so, and I remember too, like even sex ed in Catholic school, it was very bizarre because we didn't really have sex ed. We just had like the seniors from the Catholic high school. It was like the, blind they were like leading the blind. Yeah. And we're all blind from masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I remember, and I was actually asked to leave because I kept saying uterus because it was really funny. <laughs> I kept going uterus <laughs> and um, was asked were to leave. Like, Katie, you need to leave. Yeah. They were like, you need to leave now. Yeah. And so I sat in the hallway. I'm like, well, I guess I just don't know about sex now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get to ask my crucial question about could I be immaculate concepted, which which I was worried was going to happen to me. So, so yeah. But, I mean, like, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, but I'm a light gal. Always had a very light flow. So, like, Mm. even as an adult, like, I don't get my period, you know, because I have birth control, light Mm. flow. So now I'm just kind of, like, in a no man's land where I'm like, am I pregnant? Who knows? No, I had the no flow during the IUD years. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of times in the beginning, I'm like, how am I supposed to keep track of time? Yeah, yes. If I'm not getting my period. I know. I don't know when a month has gone by. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It is weird because there are times that you're like, I don't ever, I never tracked my period. I just knew, I was like, something's going to be happening any day now. Yeah, I've been been crying for a month, (laughs) so. Something's up. That's one reason I do love being on the progesterone birth control, because I, instead of having, like, I would have, like, PMDD, where I would just Mm. go in a dip, a bad dip for for a while, and it was like, and then it felt like, it almost felt like the period was, like, making me evil, you know? It's like the uterine lining is just, like, growing inside of me, and it must be flushed out. The thickening. The thickening. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Halloween. But it is like, it is like that, because sometimes it takes years of trial and error to realize what is happening, where you're like, Oh, yeah, I shouldn't confront this person right yeah, now. Yeah. I know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, just angry, but I'm sure tomorrow I'll realize that is a big mistake. Yes, just go to bed, bitch. Yeah, go to bed. That's my <laughs> bedtime book for adult women. <laughs> just go to bed, bitch. <laughs> Call yeah. it a night. Call it a freaking night. Yeah, no, I had a couple of those too where, like, especially when I was in therapy, I started, like, noticing the pattern where I, I'd be like, man, a, an older man made eye contact with me on the subway and it just really set me off. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's not 
that's not normal. Yeah. That's you're, your period. You're raging. You're raging. But then also, too, I think, like, I would have a hard time, like, with any stress around that time. I'd be so stressed out. And then, like, the yeah. hormone drop. And now that I'm, I've learned a lot about um, these different phases of the menstrual cycle, it makes perfect sense to me. I've been hearing a lot of this on TikTok where I get all of my medical information. Yes. And it's the truth. WebMD TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> But they've been talking a lot, or I'm ending up on menstrual TikTok, of uh, especially like workout programs have always been catered to men uh, bodies, and yes. they're saying that like uh, we should be actually mindful of our cycles and cater our workouts yeah. to the cycle. And it makes perfect sense to me because there has been so many times when I, particularly times when I've just been working out really hard. Um, where you get your period and then you're like, man, I feel exhausted. I do not feel like working out. And there's all this stuff online that's like, just work through it, girls. Yeah. Or you like go to the gym and they're like, push through it. And you're like, oh my gosh. I'm legitimately tired. I'm really tired. And this is actually saying that it's actually better when you have um, the menstrual phase of the cycle. It's better to just take it easy, just relax, just don't make any social plans and don't work out. Yeah. Which is nice because then you can let go if you have guilt about working out. You always end up having guilt where you're yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm taking, you know, I'm, I was going to work out every single day of my life. And yeah. Now I can't take one <laughs> day off, you know, which I actually, so I like, go, I like to run and I have noticed if, if I take a few days off, sometimes a week off for some reason, my run the next time around is way faster. Oh, interesting. Well, I yeah. just think it's enough time for your body to heal and then you end up building more muscle. Yes. Yeah. I think that's true. Like when you recover, when you allow yourself to recover fully, then you just have a much stronger yeah, workout. So yeah. So take that rest. Take the rest. The menstrual phase is like, you know, the day that's the first day of your cycle is the day you get your period. So the menstrual phase is the first one. It yes. can be three days. It can be seven days. The next phase is the follicular phase. And this is when you're um, getting your big high estrogen. This is like after, so we day, whatever day your period ends to the day you ovulate is the follicular phase. And this is when you, um, this is a good time to work on projects. Okay. This is a good time to do anything that involves high energy. So if you are working out, that's a good time to focus on like doing extra workouts or like getting strength building in. And that only goes to like day 14. And then you, the ovulation phase is really only, you, you only ovulate one day, but the three and four days before and after it, it's like kind of around. So total three to four days, you are getting like super high testosterone. It's a good time for social activities. I also read around the ovulation phase. The ovulation is like when for you're that one day. So get your crossbows out. Get your crossbows out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the thing I was reading online. <laughs> Go find your ex. <laughs> the the thing I was reading online actually said that um, the ovulation phase is a really good time to have that super important conversation that you've been avoiding because you're getting a boost of testosterone. So you get like you have like a oh, lot of like high get energy. Get that raise. Get that raise. I'm gonna. I think that's really fascinating. Like I, if we start a whole trend of women uh, ovulating or tra tracking their cycles, yeah, you can take those. Um, tests that give you wh where your hormones yeah, are yeah you could probably figure out when you're ovulating and that's when you should go in for that raise I think it's so funny to be like can we arrange a meeting in three to seven 
days from now, I will get back to you about the exact day. <laughs> it's funny, too, though, because the only other phase is the luteal phase, which is the um, time in between ovulation and menstrual. And this is another time when you have a dip in hormones. So it's like two weeks of like self-care. So it's like if you look at if you're going by the energy of the menstrual cycle, it's like you're really only getting like a week and a half <laughs> of great of great time. <laughs> So it's like, oh, no wonder I never feel like doing anything. It's my body. I, which is a great excuse for anything. It's Being a great like, excuse. I, sorry yeah. I didn't get those reports, but I'm, I'm in my luteal phase my, right now. My luteal. <laughs> I think it's, it is good to keep in mind, though. It's like you really, you know, sometimes I used to have this like right after my period. I would feel like super energized the, d- the first days after my period ended, which according to this would have been my follicular mm. phase. I wouldn't be that hungry. I would feel like super energized and I would be like just for a week I would have like that great energy and I'd spend the rest of the month like just trying to get back to that phase. Yes. Well, I've had that again like when like with running where you're like, why am I so fucking tired right now? Yeah. Or it's just like dragging ass. And also I feel like when you're in that follicular phase, I definitely also probably feel a little bit more attractive. Yeah. Oh, yes. I feel like in the menstrual phase is when I feel like I'm the grossest. I'm so gross no in the menstrual look phase. No clothes good on me. Yeah. I'm upset about a lot of stuff. Um, I'm just like, this feels uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm like farting. Yeah. I'm like farty. <laughs> I'm like, uh. But menstrual phase, I always would end up like craving so much food yes. at that time. And it's, you should just go ahead and do it according to this. I think there was something that I saw on TikTok and I can't quite remember what it was, but I, I'm pretty sure that it was the first part of your cycle is you can eat a lot of fats and the second part is a lot of carbs. Oh yeah. So it's good to know like, Oh, if you just had your period and now you're over, it's like, okay, like go for the, go for the fats. Yeah. Eat that. Eat those eggs. Or it might be the complete opposite. It's yeah. either fats or carbs. <laughs> one or the other. But look it up. Look if it you up. switch it, you're fucked. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Do, never switch it. <laughs> <laughs> never get this wrong, girls. <laughs> but it's good to know, I think. Like, I remember one time, like, when I was coming out of vegetarianism, I was just, I kept eating all day. And I was so hungry. And finally, like, I was going to, like, open mics at the time. This was, like, 10 years ago. I just like made I like went off road. I went to the Whole Foods. I got a rotisserie chicken and I just ate it with my bare hands mm. until I felt satiated. It's like a you're like a witch. Oh my like god, a, it was primal. Under the moon. Yes. Yeah. Just, ah. <laughs> oh, so great. But I was like, ah, that's what my body needed. I finally figured it out. Yes. Well, I've. I think what we've decided to do with our veganism, the like veganism if it's convenient. Yes. Um, is actually the right way to go. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think it's yeah. like it's a good, but you're gonna have to get some protein in there. From what I gather, every vegan that's gone full when they're doing it for a long extended—I'm talking about years—they start getting depleted. They yeah, they get different stuff, and I think like that's why some people will do like really just like vegetarian or fish. But I have been doing more vegetarian lately, just by virtue of the fact that it's easier. Mm. It's so much easier and it's so much cheaper. It's and cheaper, it's for easier. sure. Yeah, like when you're out of town and you're traveling, like I would just eat meat like once or twice a week and I think that's really all I need. Yeah, I was trying, I was like wanting to do a steak dinner for Joe and I and then I just looked, even the cuts at the grocery store are like 10 to $11. Oh, they're so expensive. Yeah. Steak is so expensive. That I was like, I might as well just, we should just go to a restaurant then if this is what I'm going to spend. Yeah, yeah, you should just go to a restaurant or, you know, just have like a little chicken. Roast yeah. chicken. 
chicken. Easy. Pop it in the oven. Oh, rotisserie chicken? Those things are like five bucks. Oh, God, they're so good. That's yeah. why I want to join Costco. <laughs> just for the rotisserie chicken. They don't even make any money on those. Did you know? Oh, it's like I one of those. Um, these stores have items that they know they don't make any money, but it drives people to the store. That's really, I I feel like I have heard some of the rotisserie lore yeah. of Costco before. It's been on, I know that that's been on TikTok as well. Oh my gosh, they're blowing up Costco. <laughs> they are. Let them live. I feel like they probably don't, also don't make any money on their giant hot dogs that they have at the counter there. No, I've always went, there's a Costco down the street and I'm like, who has the apartment size to stock up on shit? Oh my gosh, I wish. Yeah, I, I wish can't we did do not it. have a mini fridge. I know. Or it's like, I don't have a room to put three months' worth of toilet paper. <laughs> this is our Costco room. <laughs> um, so that is my that is my little breakdown of the phases of the menstrual cycle. And so hopefully hopefully everybody can use it to, you know. Yeah, to take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Although I do feel like, again, because I am on the progesterone birth control, norethin something whatever it, who knows what it's called yeah i don't but i just it, take it i just take it <laughs> i just take it i looked it up one time i said i don't like what i see here so <laughs> close x out x out but i feel i do feel like having that consistent hormones the entire month i actually feel so much better than before when i was off of it when you're dealing with these phases. When I'm dealing with the phases like the luteal phase, which is like the, again, in between ovulation and menstrual. I think I'm right here right now. Yeah, that's when you should do like a lot of self-care. Make sure you get enough rest. But this is also when you can see like the PMS symptoms popping up. Okay, because I, yeah. I feel like maybe in this phase I have slight depression. Yeah, because yeah. it's because it is involved with the hormones. Like the yeah. hormones going down. And the party's over. The party is over. Like <laughs> your egg is about to get like chucked out. <laughs> Bye. I do feel like that phase, I think maybe if I had been more mindful of it and took care of myself better, then I wouldn't have had like as bad PMDD as mm. I did where I was just like sobbing until I would take like a Xanax. You know, I, I yeah. always ended up taking like my one Xanax a month would be like when I had the breakdown. Now I just have breakdowns all the time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're more Any time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like. Isn't it weird? I remember in high school, I would get cramps so bad that I have to go to the nurse's office. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. And then now you're like, I don't even feel anything. I think like, because I've been on birth control now for three years, so I don't remember. But I, d I remember when I would kind of get my period when I was on the monophasic one. Now I'm just on like the kind that's, yeah. I don't have a week off. I would still get cramps then. It wouldn't be as bad. But before then, I would get them like gnarly. Yeah. Like oh, what you're like getting diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, like extremely uh, I would have my eyes would start getting droopy. I remember <laughs> I Spanish class in community college. Everybody was like, are you OK? Yeah. And I had to go to the restroom for like 15 minutes. Oh, like the blood was draining out of me. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would get vicious cramps and it and it is funny it's like that michelle wolf joke where it's like um you know you have to be like you're like oh i'm fine yeah and meanwhile it's like your arm has been like cut off and you're just like bleeding out at like a work meeting yeah and you're just going about your life and you're like i have a bullet wound oh. dripping out of my body it's right now. brutal yeah. it's so brutal and, and it's not 
like the blue liquid that you see on TV, you're like, they should be just dumping jars of jam on those. (laughs) (laughs) Visual. Oh, my God. Yes. I know. It's so funny when they have those pad commercials. It's like, you know, it's funny when they say like it's a tablespoon per day. It's like, who is measuring that? Because I I find it to be highly inaccurate. It's like a man's measurement where it's like, oh, it's probably just a teaspoon. Or I think it's like a teaspoon a day. I'm yeah. going to look it up right now. Uh, well, I've always heard, yes, the when growing up, the measurement, and, you, and then you see what you're dealing with. You're like, there's no way that this is several teaspoons coming out of me. Yeah, there's no way. It's got to be no five way. tablespoons at least, which is like half a cup. Yeah. It's, it's – this says – each soaked normal-sized tampon or pad holds a teaspoon of blood. How many teaspoons is a normal period? That says two to three tablespoons. Uh, in mm-hmm. Per session? Yeah, per, per discharging of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's That seems wrong. Because, I mean, there are times I was joking around. I've caused more financial damage with my period than I feel like some like natural disasters have <laughs> yeah fema yeah <laughs> fema in there work <laughs> because i'm like you know how many sheets i've had to change by new clothes oh my god new underwear i've bled on people's mattresses oh while yeah sleeping over you're like and you stay you're like, over at a boyfriend's house and you're waking up and then you're just like scrubbing the next day <laughs> while he's like he's like at work you're like no no one can know i'm a beast it's so fucking mortifying and yeah. embarrassing yeah it's it's bad and there are times like I've been in a beach with a friend and we're full grown adults and I guess she mistimed everything and she is just bleeding out of her bathing suit to the point that we could all see it and I was like this is I feel so bad for you but no judgment because I think we've all kind of been there just let it go into the sea (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh the fans from taste buddies aren't gonna like that one no we i we were set up. We were set up. We've we have a vicious rivalry with taste buddies <laughs> now, taste buds. Very um, fun. Um, but no, I do th- remember that time, like too, like when you're younger, before you start using tampons, where you're like everyone's like swimming and you like can't swim because you have a big old diaper pad. Yes. <laughs> People are like, just use a tampon. I could never get it into my little sniz. I'd uh, be like, I've tried. So painful. The only way when I could start using tampons is when I started having sex. Me too. So Me too. After yeah. high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so mortifying. And then, uh, and also you like, you don't want to say why you can't swim, but everyone knows you're like, I just like it better out here in the sun. Yeah. It's, it's like 95 <laughs> degrees. I'm like, I'll just be on the pavement. And everyone's having fun. My fucking like, wings of my pad are like sticking out of my little one piece. So awful is as much as I think about you're like, oh, it's so hard to be a woman and we're so embarrassed. But then I also remember guys having like uncontrollable boners. Oh, that's that's so tough for them. I know. I I don't know which one is worse. I do feel like that is a bad one, although I never noticed it in my school. I remember like seeing it like on TV, but I never but I feel like probably I just didn't know what to look for. (laughs) Yes. Well, I saw it once with a guy that I went to middle school with, and I remember being like, oh, that sucks. He was, like, hiding behind his friends and waiting for – and you could tell, like, he was, like, kind of, like, his head down as if he was trying to talk it down. <laughs> <laughs> Be a good boy. <laughs> Not now, my friend. <laughs> it's volleyball outside. Oh, 
yeah. So there, we brought the boys into it. Shout out to you guys. We yeah. know you guys had a tough time too. Boners are your periods, but not as gross. I don't know which one's worse. Boner period. Boner period. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, do you want to go into off Yeah. I mean, this is just going to be a light one. Yeah. A light period. Light flow. <laughs> a light flow. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. So I, I've been on at this... Uh, I feel like I've been wanting to shop a lot. Yes. And because it's a new season, new trends are coming in. And, like, I see the Birkenstock, Boston Mule that every girl, fashion it girl is getting. And you're like, it caters to my heart of just depression wear that I love. (laughs) Yes. Comfy. I love it. And I love Uggs. But then a lot of the times you're like, I am not spending $150 on certain things yeah uggs uggs last one season and they're destroyed yeah and also their styles of what is the cool ugg to have that season is changing that i have actually become a huge advocate for knockoffs yeah and dupes yes i i got those like short uggs that everyone's wearing this season i bought them la- two years ago maybe one year ago in marshall's and I bought the knockoff brand, like White Mountain or whatever yeah, it's called. Like Bear Paw. Bear Paw, yes. yeah. No one knows. Nobody knows. No one knows. And also, I'm in the mindset, if you're my friend that gives me shit about wearing a dupe, then you're not my friend. You're absolutely toxic. <laughs> That's what a toxic trait to be like, I call out my friends when they're wearing off-brand clothes. Like, oh my God, something's wrong. Yeah. What? Who fucking raised you yeah but my thing is like if you can spend for the actual on brand go for it if it's like if that's the equivalent of spending five dollars do what makes your little heart happy do whatever but the this is for my working girlies like don't get the dupe get Get the the fucking dupe there's go to target actually has a lot of shoe styles that are like derivative of like the hot like what is happening now yeah I say, especially for a trend that's only going to last for one or two seasons. Yeah. Spend that cheapo depot money on that. Yeah. I totally agree. I will say, like, the one thing, like, with shoes, I will go up a little bit. Like, I did have those bear paws. I had those, actually. They're fine, actually. The bear paws are fine, and they're the same quality. Sometimes with feet, like, I can't get Target shoes because, like, I have, like, my foot will hurt from them. Yeah. You know, like, they're a li- they break down a little bit. But I feel like Marshalls, like, they have a lot of stuff that's just as good quality, but it's not the brand. But absolutely, for, like, T-shirts, underwear, everything else, I am, like, I got my underwear at the dollar store. Oh, yeah. I am a big advocate of buying all my clothes, like uh, underwear, bras, PJs from Marshalls. Oh, all of it. Um, but I saw that, you know, like those expensive fuzzy Birkenstocks, you can get them at JCPenney. I bought knockoffs. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Um, and yeah. what is somebody going to be doing? They're going to be like, g- like coming up to you, like examining the label. Exactly. Like how weird. That is weird. And also I feel figured if I like it so much in the dupe maybe I I have ended up getting the yes. more expensive one later level up after you yeah wear it out but yeah. there's like these really expensive perfumes and I've been following a lot of TikTok accounts that have been showing you where to get the good cheap dupe oh, of the perfume yes that and in a weird way I still think you're supporting the brand <laughs> yes you are yeah it's like what they say in house of gucci like the knockoffs are like helping yeah. gucci out 
Because it's still perpetuating the style. That is one thing that I will definitely go for dupes, like, with skincare. Because I do think, like, if The Ordinary can make all of this stuff that's so cheap, like, not one of their little jars is more than $20. It's like, then why am I going to Sephora and I'm paying $100 for a little teeny tiny for Glam Glow? Yes. Well, and I've heard this about uh, knockoff sunglasses, that they actually come from the same factory as the high-end. Oh, yeah, probably. And that makes same, sense. And I've heard that with furniture, with what, what like West Elm. It's, you, it's that furniture you can get on Wayfair for a lot cheaper, and mm-hmm. it's the same kind of material. Yeah. Unless you're going, you know, I like solid wood furniture, but I usually try to find that in thrift stores. But you can just find the knockoffs of everything and it's just way cheaper and nobody knows nobody knows like you know what place i love to go this place over on broadway deals and discounts i love deals and discounts i'm like pick up a few leggings yes i'm not treating it like what you don't want to do is be like oh fast fashion like i have a thousand you know it's like i bought leggings there like four years ago i still have them they are my leggings yeah i'm like they're not they're actually not wearing out more than any other pair of leggings that i got like target and they were five dollars yeah Exactly. Like, I don't think a lot of these dupes are, um, they last just as long. They last just as long. And also, if you're like, you know, just wash it in cold, wash everything in cold. Yeah. You know, don't do the hot cycle. Well, I also feel like sometimes you see, I mean, I've seen sh- high-end shoes like these Prada PVC mule slides. And I'm like, you can find a cheaper version of this. And I guarantee you the cheaper version will last just as long as Just those. as long. Yeah, because you're, because like, it. And also, if somebody doesn't know what the brand is, that doesn't mean it's not a high-end brand. Yeah. Because there's so many of that coded luxury. Yes. Oh, that's what I'm doing with my bear paws. (laughs) These are even more expensive than Uggs. No one knows. Well, I used to like doing that. Like, if I got something at Forever 21 and somebody complimented, I would pretend to, like rebranded as a like high-end like oh thank you uh little children in a village <laughs> made this I in india for n- never 65 <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i know it it's is crafts funny. i just got it at a little boutique on 14th street <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i'm a dupe girl I, and um, I'm going to try to share with you if I can, because f- there's high-end perfumes that people, like, girls are saying, I get stopped wearing this, but they're, like, $500 a bottle. Like, the Tom Ford stuff I really like, but it's really expensive. Yeah. But people are showing you on uh, Amazon that you can find them for real, for cheaper. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. No, my perfume is just a cheap one. It's, like, a $70, like, bottle like this. I'm almost out of it. I forget what brand it is, but it's at Sephora. Yeah. But and then I got like that cheap roller. The roller I got, it's like just essential oil basically. It's like from the St. Louis store. Mm-hmm. I've been using that and I've really been liking the how it smells. And what it scent stays. did you get? You got the tobacco? Yeah, the tobacco yeah. rose or whatever. Yeah, I got Bulgarian rose. Did you I really? I love it. It does stay on really well. It does. And I actually like the smell and it's kind of clean. And I was like, oh, and that's the other thing too with like stuff like that you're like this didn't really cost that much and I'm enjoying it so you don't really you can find some really great things that are cheaper than the real deal yes we got those at again when we were in St. Louis doing our live show with Nikki Glazer shout out our best friend yes (laughs) our new bestie our best friend in the world Um, we got the women's it was called women's creative and the shop that they run was called procure so if you're in St. Louis do check it out it was so freaking awesome 
uh, it's a really great store. I still wear my cuff from there that I really like, oh. but I want to get more. I think I'm just going to be a cuff girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do love that too. Like do, having your dupes and then wearing like a nice piece of jewelry, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's it, great. well, especially it's a great way to, um, distract that person that might call you out on getting your dupe. I can't think of any time in my life that I have looked at somebody and then been like off brand. <laughs> That off-brand bitch. Serious judgment towards like, them. Like, wow, those don't even look like real Uggs. I know. Well, and then it's really funny because then they, like, there's like, expensive brands like those, is it Converse Golden Goose? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they purposely make them look like they've been, p- poor people have been wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't afford new shoes. I know. We just so wild here. Like, so it doesn't even matter. Like, rich people are buying stuff to look like poor people and then poor people are buying cheap stuff to look like rich people yes it's, it's true it's very it's true and and also i will say too like one of the things you know in my capsule wardrobe research it, like really it's like proven because they've done studies like people cannot tell if you're wearing the same thing over and over no they no one will notice so no. just wear wear your uggs every day yes that's the moral i want to see these um my fake uggs i want to see the um mules the ones that you're saying are um, Birkenstocks. Oh, yes. They're at JCPenney. Oh, yes. Because that's what I do. I I try to look. Sometimes if I can't. What I, th- this is my stages of doing this. If I like something designer or high end, first I go to Poshmark. Yes. If I'm not finding it on Poshmark, then I'll go look for the dupe. And okay. So I was looking for the Birkenstock Boston Mules, and mm. they're still expensive on Poshmark. Mm-hmm. Also, Poshmark has been kind of inundated with, like, fake resellers. Ooh. You know where they're using a lot of stock images, where I prefer it when yeah. you see that it's the original seller wearing the shoe, being like, I bought these, and they're too big, or I just yeah. actually, they don't work with anything. I yeah. prefer that route. And then I went on to, that's how I found out, I was like, J.C. Penny actually has a lot of great dupes. J.C. Penny has some good stuff. Yeah, They're cheap. I so love it. Don't sleep on it, guys. This has been Lady Journey. Thank you so much for listening. Please um, give us a rating online, just a little five stars. Don't forget rate us, review. Um, give we us read a like on everything. YouTube. Subscribe. Like, yeah. Yes, and share and tell all your lady friends and guy friends that are into the feminist, femme mystique. Yes. Yes. Lady Journey. Lady Journey. <laughs>